Hey y'all, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. And this is our season finale. Which is so weird. Does it seem like the season went super fast? Yes, it does. So we are concluding our Men Tell All series today with Matt. I'm using my hands to talk a lot today. (laughs) Say hi, Matt. Hi. So Matt is going to round out our three interviews with the guys. This has been super fun, super insightful, and I'm so looking forward to this today. I No pressure. Yeah. So just a little backstory. I always wondered what it would be like to have an older brother growing up. And then I met Matt about, how many years has it been? It's been a while. When you guys... Like six, seven years? Six, seven years? Yeah. And Matt has so lovingly filled that role in my life to the point where now I'm like, Lord, maybe you knew what you were doing when you made me the oldest (laughs) sibling in my family. Maybe you did have So he is quite the older brother figure, and he's my tennis partner that successfully beats me every single week. Only playing at 50% of his potential. (laughs) So that's, that's your backstory. But you've won once, so... With let her win. <laughs> Never mind. He kind of sort of did, but I don't think there was any kind of sort of to it. I just hate when people let me win. So just the fact but that you he says that <laughs> just bugs me. But he's kind of right. So it's fine. Okay. So just as a reminder, reeling it back in here, as we say before all of these interviews, if you want the full version If you're listening on your normal podcast app right now, you can go to our Patreon. And if you become a subscriber there, you can get access to the full length interview, not the version you are about to hear today. If you're listening on Patreon, thank you. You're awesome. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, and if you do that, then you can hear it on Monday. But this will be Wednesday, which means Monday will have passed. And that just wouldn't work. And that's just not helpful to y'all. So that's that. Just your quick little reminder. So Bethany has our question of the day. I do. I'm going to win this question. Oh. Just so you know. There are winners to this one. There is going to be to this one. Okay, go for it. Okay. So who has been or currently is, maybe, but be careful if it currently is, your most interesting, confusing, or annoying neighbor? And why were they that? I can answer right now. So annoying was an option. Interesting, confusing, or annoying. Okay, yeah. So we have very annoying neighbors right now. So we just moved apartments. Do you know them? No. Okay. I'm just saying they're not going to know you're talking about them. No, I'm about to know them if I... Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's just how I feel about them. So we moved <laughs> apartments end of September. Yeah. And the people next to us, they're two-bedroom apartments. And it's a married couple with three children and two dogs. What? Yes. Both dogs bark nonstop when the family is not home. And they keep them in the dining room, which is one of the rooms that shares a wall <laughs> with our main living space. And they bark all the flipping time and i have come so close (laughs) i am so glad you're here i'm telling you the things Kristen says that is very tame compared to what i know because he's here (laughs) (laughs) because we're on the microphone but i have come so close to banging on the wall lauren laughs at me because you'll never do it no you talk a big i know because i'm not a confrontational person but you know if i'm even thinking about it it's got to be bad because i just so badly want to be like oh my gosh Get a hold Stop. of your dogs. Get a shot collar. I will buy one for you. I'll keep the remote. Yes, I'll keep the little clicker. Just stop it. Their kids slam the door all the time. You can hear it's just ridiculous. It's just rough. Okay. So, okay, my rant is over. People. I People. know. Tell me about it. Okay, somebody else go. 
I'm going to go last because I'm going to win this question. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I would what was the third option? Interesting, confusing, or annoying? Um, I would put him in the annoying category. I had a neighbor, uh, if our basketball would bounce in his yard, he would pop it <gasps> and then throw it back over. That's horrible. <laughs> How old were you? Terrible. Elementary school. That's awful. That's so mean. That's, so, a, that's a personal that's problem. A but we called him, uh, his name was George. I think I called him Georgie Porgy. <laughs> And he hurt us. Oh. So when my dad confronted him about popping our basketballs one time, he was like, I hurt your son. <laughs> it's like Georgie Porgy. <laughs> so you oh, may or may not horrible. have brought it upon yourself, but that's still terrible. I feel like that's an overreaction. Yeah. That's, that's extensive. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay, are y'all ready for mine? Yes. Okay, so when we were little, we lived, I was about to say we lived in this house. That's a given. I hope so. Um, so the people across the street from us, it was like a husband and wife. And then they, I was young at the time. They had older son and daughter, like they could drive older. And I remember one day coming home and there were police all around their house. And dad had like gone over there and there was like something going on, but we were little and they didn't tell us. Well, several years later, come to find out the husband had killed his wife, shot her, Killed himself, and I think their daughter walked in and, like, found them. Oh, my God. Cross the street, neighbors. Why have you never told me this? I don't know. I just thought of it when I saw this question. I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to talk about. So, yeah. Is this where true crime passion developed for Bethany, or? <laughs> no, I was, like, seven, eight. Oh, not, like, like, I was little. little when it happened, and so then several years later I found out. But I'm pretty sure, like, he came home and found a business card for, like, a divorce lawyer or something, like, in her purse. And, like, oh. Snapped. snapped. So Shoot. They always talk about triggers and uh, <laughs> crime That's true. shows. So. That is true. I should have. We should have talked about that. We should have. We'll circle back to that later. Yeah, we'll come okay. back to that. Okay. Murder or <laughs> like true crime podcasts. Like oh. we can talk. About, like <laughs> yes. we all listen to them. Yeah, Matt listens to. You've probably listened more than I have with Bethany. I have a really good one. I'm listening to. Y'all now. have a long list. Oh, you do. Yeah. Okay. We need to talk about that later because okay, we'll I need a new one. Okay. We are going to jump in to our questions. Y'all, this is going to be a really interesting interview because Matt is like the king of nonverbal humor. So <laughs> there have been too many times already where we've had to stop looking at him or not acknowledge his facial presence. expressions, his presence or anything. So this is going to be real good. Half our blooper reel may come from this episode for this true. season, honestly. So Bethany. Okay. Go for it. So, the usual to start, what is your name? Well, everybody knows your name now, but still. Name, age, occupation, and current relationship status. So, my name is Matt. We'll just cover all of them. (laughs) Um, My age is 35. My (laughs) occupation is I am a shipping supervisor for a metal fabrication company. And my relationship status is I am currently dating someone, even though we are not Facebook official. (laughs) You are saying you're off the market, even though Facebook doesn't say so. Yes. Okay. Thanks for clearing that up. All right. So you're currently dating somebody. So you can answer this in a past tense. But when you were looking for somebody, what did you look for as far as physical traits, personality, characteristics, character qualities? What were some of the things you looked for? 
and this doesn't have to be like comprehensive or super deep. We're kind of the spirit behind the question is just a lot of girls assume or think there's like one type out there that guys have a type. And so we're kind of just making the point over these interviews that they don't. So. No, I, I don't think there is one type. I think I would say general attractiveness could change. I mean, there's definitely you're going to be attracted to someone which is sort of the first step. But then there's attracted to personalities. There's Sometimes you don't even know that there's one personality that you're attracted to. So I would say. It's very much fluid. I would say there's general character qualities. I would probably say I would look for someone that could make me laugh. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to have fun and joke around. I'm sarcastic, so... Very um, sarcastic. (laughs) And then I would almost say, not that I'm like a Solomon, but like, (laughs) is is someone, is a person wise? Are they Mm. making good life choices, I guess? Yeah, yeah. I think from your survey, definitely not... Looking for the ditzy. Yes, more on the intellectual wise. Yeah, you don't have to be like a rocket scientist, microbiologist level, but you can add two plus two. Yeah. (laughs) So, good sense of humor, sarcasm, someone who makes good, wise choices. Do you feel like physically you have a type or not necessarily? Is that what you're saying? It kind of like has it changed for you or? I think it changes. It's like, do you have a favorite? I can Mm. never say that I have favorites. Okay. Because I like, it's like when you a know lot what you of see things it. the yeah. same. Yeah. Wait, you know what you see. When you, when you see, see it, you know it. it. <laughs> when you know what you see it, that doesn't make I was any like, sense. That doesn't You're make talking to me now. <laughs> Gosh. When you see it, you know it. You just either, hey, I see that person and I think they're attractive, or I don't. It's not necessarily like it has it. She has to fail. <laughs> wow. I'm struggling. Okay. Let's just move on to the next question. We okay. feel like we answered that. There we go. I think so. All right. So what are some things you would say that you do to let a girl know that you like her? So I would say from my perspective, I'm a pretty quiet person. So if I'm talking to you, that's usually a good indication. I would say if I'm joking around with you, I probably would hang around with you more than other people. Are usually some good indica- indicators that... I'm interested. So with you say joking around, do you like pick on her more or do you kind of, does she become the brunt of the joke or how does that work? No, I think becoming the brunt of a joke could work against you (laughs) adversely. (laughs) Okay. So we've talked about how you let a girl know that you do like her. So on the flip side, I think it's also important for girls to know, okay, when a guy is not interested, here's what he does. Because sometimes girls, I don't think, take a hint mm-hmm. or they're oblivious or whatever. So what would you say to that? I would say, does he limit his time around you? That's usually a good indicator. You you sort of know your personality. So does he, if you think you're funny, does he laugh at your joke? I feel like that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Especially with guys. Yeah. I feel like girls, we just laugh we at just anything. Laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Is that coming up? (laughs) I mean, I think guys, if they're not interested, they're not going to... I don't know if this sounds bad. They're not going to waste their time. That doesn't sound bad. Mm -mm. I don't think so. They're just not going to make the effort to be around whomever. Yeah. So start... I would say start there. Yeah. Is he around? Yeah, I feel like that makes sense because with anything else, it's like, okay, if this is a priority, then you devote time to it. That's exactly what Brett said in his interview. Even if it's not someone you're dating, if we're talking, we're just gauging it on interest. If you're not interested, that's not a priority. It doesn't cross your mind. You're not going to go out of your way to devote time to that. Right. Um, Common interests. 
again, from the survey, common interests are a key thing for guys. So if you guys, two people are like, oh, we share this common interest, and maybe the girl says, hey, you want to go do such and such. If he accepts, maybe he's a nice guy. (laughs) But again, does he... Is it reciprocated? Yes. Is it reciprocated? Yeah. It does. I guess we don't want to overcomplicate it, which kind of goes back to what Brett was saying. Yeah. (laughs) We overthink things. If a guy likes you, he'll want to spend time with you and he'll want to talk to you. And if he doesn't, he's going to pull back from those things. Yeah. We really do overthink stuff. I know, right? I'm like, that's, it makes so much sense. If there's into a situation, you're like, I don't know. If there's anything I am learning from these really interviews, it's, It's I think way too much about stuff that doesn't need to be over thought i think it's on both ends mm. both sides i mean this is sort of a big deal that's true and if you could you could remove outside influences and two people could go have coffee or dinner without it be turning into some big ordeal you probably more people would get to know each other and i think a lot of guys like girls will say oh we could go out and it wouldn't be a big deal I think you ask most guys, that's not how we would feel. Interesting. So it's always a big deal of like, or or their perception is that or, it's a big deal to us. Wait, I don't know which yes. one you're saying. That I second mean, one? Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, that okay. is, our you. perception is, if I ask so-and-so out, because people have told me, just ask him out and tell him beforehand. We're just going out as friends. Now... No, that would I don't think that I've, which I've never done, but because I'm like, I don't think that's going to work. I mean, yeah, yeah. maybe that's how how it's going to start. Can we go out for coffee and just let's get to know each other? I feel like we've had, we as in the three of us, Lindsay's been on these conversations too. Matt's like our male content advisor since pretty much the very beginning. So we have a lot of these conversations, but. That's something I feel like we've been talking about since we started this podcast is there's this perception that girls, okay, if he asks me out, then I've got to, you know, know if, not know, but have a pretty good idea. Oh, would I marry him? No, you don't need to go anywhere near that until we've yeah. done episodes on this. Not like, even just you don't have to know. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't know. cross your mind. You're not going to know. Yes. First date. Oh my gosh, I'm going to marry him. No, if that's he, what you're thinking... Whatever happens after that is your own fault. Yeah, let's... Like, it really is. Dial it back just a smidge. Or several Several smidges. (laughs) However we want to go about that, but... What comes after a smidge? Like, you have a dash, and then you have a a smidge. A bit. Okay. (laughs) I'm just making this up as I go I mean... But... So, do you think that if... What, I guess, what would it take for girls to communicate to guys... This may be getting to a later question, so we can come back to this if we need to. But for them to communicate to guys, hey, it really can just be coffee. Like, I'm not expecting you to propose to me in six months <laughs> from this very date because we're going out. But, like, yeah, how do we how would, how would do we do a better job at that, I guess, is the question, in your humble opinion. Like, you're saying how do you communicate that if it's what you're really thinking? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, if I'm thinking, like, I don't want him to feel pressured yeah. or feel like this got to be this huge deal. It's just, hey, if we want to go to coffee, let's just go to coffee. Yeah. We don't have to know how this is going to turn out, but we can go talk and drink my nitro cold brew with extra sweet cream and mm-hmm. be just fine. But I think it's got to be, like you said, you got to communicate it. Yeah. But right now, it's a total guessing game where no one's saying anything. Mm-hmm. So no one gets asked out. And no one gets to know each other. 
to, to lead to that next step. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that that perception that girls think every date is just this big, huge deal and it's got to lead to marriage or whatever the perception is, is that coming from girls? Is that coming from outside influences, other people in your life that are giving you this perception about girls? Is it coming from your own thinking? Like what's influencing that perception or is it all of them? I think it's some some of both. I think it starts with how guys perceive what girls think about a date and what it means. And then I think there's outside pressures. You've got family, you've got, in our context, church friends, you've got other girls. So It's a combination of all of it, you feel like. Okay. The perfect storm. Yeah. Because I do think that is something that, something that's come from the church that I think has been carried further than it needs to be. I think the intention was right in saying, hey, you should date someone with the, how do you say it? You say it perfectly, <coughs> and I'm going to butcher it if I try to say it. I've, I always say dating with the intention of marriage is very different than dating with the expectation of it. There we go. You would Meaning, when you go into a first date, I'm not going to date someone that the potential of that is impossible, but I'd never go into it thinking I'm going to marry this person. And because I would go out with you, that means I'm going to right. marry you. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think you can, you can't know. Right. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well said. All right. So flipping the script, swinging the pendulum a little bit. I'm really trying to get my words <laughs> right here because I've <laughs> struggled so much today. What is some of the best dating advice you've ever been given? And if you can say who said it just because I'm nosy, that would be great. Kristen's really hoping. She asks that every time. She's just hoping someone will say it's her. Like, she asks every really time. Really not. Just say who it is, too. Okay. It hasn't been her yet, so don't worry. So, in keeping with tradition, this is not from Kristen, <laughs> but is from a friend of mine who quoted quoted a movie, uh, We Bought a Zoo, and I Matt Damon that movie. Um, okay. is talking to his uh, son, and he says... He talks about when he first met his wife, who he didn't know was going to be. But he talks about 20 seconds of courage. 20 seconds of courage is all you need. I love that. that. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's such a good... That's the best answer of all of them. Simple, straightforward. I feel like some of the best advice comes from movies, honestly. That's true. Y'all would know. Y'all watch way more movies than I do. That's also true. But there's some... Valuable advice. Are you saying all those rom-coms you go to don't have lots of good dating advice? No, they don't. (laughs) They ruin your dating life. You are actually admitting that? I am admitting it. Mark it it down, people. I know. Whatever today's date is. December 12th, 2019 at 6.45 p.m. I'm aware. I just like the... Suspension of reality. That's how we all go to movies. I was going to say the false hope, but whatever. I think those are fairly synonymous in this situation. We'll just go with that. So 20 seconds of courage. I like it. I like that too. So now we're going to pick your brain a little, literally, because we're well acquainted with getting ready for a first date and what girls think and what we do. And we've talked about it even. I think we did a whole episode on Mm -hmm. getting ready for a first date practically. Yep. So on the other side, what goes through a guy's head in that same situation? Because I'm so glad you thought of this question, Kristen, because... I've never th- like I've never thought to ask that before. I've just really been thinking about this a lot recently because there are a bajillion things going through my head on a first date or leading up to a first date. So 
I also know girls' minds work very differently than guys, so. <laughs> what goes through your head on a first date, Matt? Enlighten um, us. So I would say, so what are we, first of all, what are we going to do? Uh, is this just a coffee date? Is this a dinner date? It's a dinner date. What are we going to, where are we going to go? I mean, first impressions, you want to look nice. So I'm sure there's a little, uh, what am I going to wear? I've always wondered if guys thought that. I know, me too. Okay. That's helpful. And then then you start the, well, that you've got to have questions. So let's get a game plan for some questions because, again, I'm bad at talking. <laughs> so I think for guys, as the conversation starts to die down, that is a bad sign. Code red. Code red. <laughs> is there this, like, feeling of panic that starts happening if you feel like the conversation's dying, or is it just... For me, there is. Okay. It's like, silence. This is bad. This is bad. <laughs> okay. So I always having a, a, some go-to questions. I always like to have a, a, a game plan of based on where we're going. Is there anything to do outside? Is there something to do after dinner? So I love how that's more on the practical Yes. Side of things, which totally makes sense. Yes. Where are we going? What are we doing? What are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Again, we have so much just <laughs> extra unnecessary stuff going on. Well, I was going to say crap, but ex- yes. That. Do you have examples and I can kind of concur? Ooh, let's see about things I worry about when I'm going on a first date. <laughs> One that's like super probably unique to me if I don't know where we're going to eat or I've never been there before. I stress out that like what if there's something on the menu that I can't pronounce and I don't know what it is. Like that I, stresses me out. What? Like different types of pasta? <laughs> okay, you gotta tell the story. Okay, so backstory. So we did the couch cast for the last season about yes. what to eat and where on a first date. And as y'all know, I have a Southern accent. So I will say certain things a certain way. And I have tried really hard over the course of this podcast to try to tame it a little bit. You're doing better. Thank you. Now, Matt here is from Michigan. So he talks differently than I do. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be respectful here, unlike some people. (laughs) And so apparently in the couch cast where we talked about what to eat, I which I have gone back and listened, and it's not nearly as bad as he implies, but I said the word penay very Southern. Will you put it in, like, Drawn out. (laughs) Drawn out. Get some penay. That's probably about how it sounded. I think we should put it, like, you know, in our stories. We'll put, I can put a sound bite up there with a poll, and we will settle this once and for all. I think that's, how's that? Fine. Of course, that backfired last time, you know, because now we're going to sing karaoke. I know. I need to, don't really come through for me on the poll this time, okay? Can you just help a girl out? I gotta say, I'm on his side on this one. Fine. Anyways. So see, being able to pronounce things on the menu is a big deal. I don't worry as much about pronouncing things on the menu as I always look at the menu ahead of time so I know what I'm going to order. I do that too because then I can know how to say it. Yes. And (laughs) we've talked about on a first date, you can answer if guys do this. Like when you're nervous, you just look at the menu. You're not reading anything, but you're just sitting here like acting like I'm reading the menu because it's (laughs) It's kind of quiet and it's what you're supposed to do, but I'm not actually reading it. I'm just... Especially on a first date, that eye contact is awkward. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, if I look at my menu, then we can talk and I don't have to look at him. And then eventually we will. Yeah. Is that just girls? Just girls. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. But I'm a bit of a foodie, so I... He knows how to pronounce all the things. I'm going to find something that I really like. and A bit of a foodie. That's like the understatement of forever. Seriously. What... We, don't, we haven't asked any of the other guys this, I Ooh, don't think. okay. But what is your rule... Rule may be a harsh statement. What's your... Um, 
game plan for after the day if it goes well. Like, how long do you? Oh, we haven't asked. This. Wait to talk to her if it went well. Um. Or if it didn't go well, what do you do? <laughs> well, I think there's that you uh, say touch base then that night saying. Hey, had a good time. Maybe we can do this again. If not, if you didn't have a good time, you just ghost her. <laughs> oh my have you learned nothing? <laughs> we might as well quit now, Yeah. Kristen, if after all this time, We're that's his done. answer. And I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is your goal all along. You yes. were just yes. waiting to yes. get fired. <laughs> this is the first question I've had an opportunity to completely botch. Um, and then I would say, how close do you live to the person? Is this a long distance? That might affect the, the next time you're able to get together. That's true. If it's somewhere close, then the same, the next weekend or maybe sometime during the week. But communication-wise, I mean, these, this day and age, you can text, you can FaceTime. I don't have an iPhone, so I can't really... <laughs> We're working on that. Don't one. get me started. Not in the cool crowd. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask this question, Matt, and apparently you had some trouble coming up with an answer initially, and then we just start talking when you get here, and you came up with three or four. So... I know. It took like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. What is something or some things you wish girls would quit doing? And don't name any names. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> but, uh, Christian, if you could stop uh, saying, be honest, you can't get in trouble for these comments... Just girls in general. When you say that, it is a red flag that says... Tread carefully. Yes. Really? Because I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to be genuine. Yeah. If I don't mean it, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Maybe. I feel maybe like I'm not that... Ma- yeah, I'm not that actually manipulative. Manipulative? What? Manipulative. Manipulative? Okay, so then <laughs> provide me a solution to my problem here. So if I want to communicate to you, hey, you can't actually be honest with me. I'm not going to get mad. How do I say that in a way that you'll believe me? Just don't ask it. Really? Are you being, you're not being serious. <laughs> well, I figured you guys would. Just, well, did, like, give me a question. What is something you wish girls would quit doing? <laughs> be Stop honest. Saying. This is this is what prompted this comment because I told him I was like, you can be as blunt as you want to here, and this is the time you're not going to get in trouble. And he's like, that's what I'm writing down. Well, I normally say like if I have a question and I'm like. This sounds like a gotcha question, and I say normally, like I ask a bunch of gotcha questions, but I'll be like, okay, okay, I don't mean this the way it's going to sound. I'm truly just asking, and then blank, insert question. That's what okay. I normally say. Here's one. Okay. Uh, I think we we were joking about this earlier. Girls laugh at everything a guy does. That is very true. Only if we're interested. Well, don't right. be so interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's annoying. <laughs> well... If you're ge- you want to be genuine, yeah, then genuinely laugh. Not everything every every guest says is that funny. It's true. Yeah, I feel like though, and this may not be the case for every girl, but I laugh when I'm nervous too. So there's a little That's... bit of that element. Okay. But you don't. You're but... not nervous twenty four seven. That's true. Okay, so just so if you try to joke and if the girl's funny, just like, you don't have to laugh. Okay. And you'll be like, ooh. <laughs> We don't tough, use that one again. Crowd. Yeah, we don't have to laugh anymore. <laughs> that's fine. I would. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh man. Okay. You can retract your statement from earlier that said I'm funny. <laughs> I won't be offended. Okay, I'll this think about it. This interview will be over. Uh huh. Fine. I didn't laugh at that. See. 
smile on your face while you were saying that. <sighs> Fine. Okay. That's like when you tell me not to laugh when we're playing tennis. Okay, no, but here's the deal with that. Because laughter during a sporting competition seems demeaning. Especially when you're better than me. <laughs> if you're laughing, you're either laughing because I'm angry that I'm not yeah. playing well, or you're laughing at something stupid, like I tried to swing and missed or something. Well, That's fourth, funny. It was the fourth time in a row. <laughs> okay, that has only happened one time. Did I throw my racket that night? Yeah. That was the first time I never throw my racket so. with him around. I was going to say, I've, many times I've thrown the racket several times, just not playing against Matt. That night, it happened. So, But yes, laughing at me when we play tennis is demeaning. Me laughing at a guy that I think is funny, I don't think is demeaning. I didn't think you were being demeaning. Okay. You just want me to be genuine when genuine I'm laughing at life. a guy. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Learning things. So now, other than having to deal with girls, what is the hardest wow. part about dating? See? See? <laughs> that right there. People, people, they say be honest. Lying. Lying. Dang. If you could see the, the look. The look I got with that question. That is so not true. You can help me out here. I'm she was saying, on my side earlier. I'm not so. saying a word. Yeah. Neither of you were See, ever on my side. So be I'm honest. Not also applies to girls too. They're not stupid. <laughs> you guys know your own ways. That's true. All right. So other than dealing with girls, you were saying. I was just saying. I was saying it as a slight to us because I understand that we are difficult. What is the hardest part about dating as a Christian guy, specifically? Like, dating in general is just kind of difficult and annoying. But specifically as a Christian guy, what is the hardest part of that? I would say the hardest part, uh, in my context, I'm 35. I'm out of college. I'm in the workforce. And I go I go to a small church. The pool is limited. Mm. I, and maybe that's... I go to work. I go home. I play a lot of sports. So, it's... It's hard to find someone that is also a Christian that I'm also interested in. So limited pool. Which Gabe said. Yeah. Which I, I had never of. thought about Mm-mm. that. I hadn't thought of that either. Which I think is possibly even more true for girls because I feel like finding a guy that is strong in his faith and is not taken is very difficult. Personally, that's my two cents. It is very true. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue. Um, so second, I would say this is more to the small church. Uh, I put dating by committee because oh, it kind of feels such like a good way of putting that a great statement sort of feels like everyone has an opinion, mm-hmm. whether you want to hear it or not. Yes. And while yes, guys need some extra encouragement, but then again, we'd also like the decision to be our own. It's mm. kind of like with the laughing, enough is enough. Yes. So. That's well put. Yeah, that's a really good point. Dating by committee. I, I like really that. I really like that. That may come up. We again. may steal that. Yeah, we're going to totally take it. Uh, <laughs> we'll trademarked. <be> <laughs> no, all that means is we're going to have to have you back on when we record that episode Ooh, to talk about go. it. So you're really just shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> you're learning you really like the whole having input but not actually having to talk about it on exactly. the show. Exactly. Yeah. In point. I'm in point a content voice. advisor. <laughs> Not deliver. Not a yes. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so you made the comment that 
guys sometimes need a little encouragement to make the move. Mm-hmm. How do you feel if a girl makes the first move? What are your thoughts on that? I think it depends on the guy. Okay. I would say if there's history between the two people, then you've got a good, you know, there's a friendship there or whatever, then it's not so weird. Mm-hmm. different but if it's just two people and they go to the same church and all of a sudden the girl thinks i think that's maybe overstepping but then there's a balance i don't know if it's a balance but because earlier we say you guys have got to communicate why can't two people just go get coffee so i don't see a problem really with the girl saying hey let's go get coffee get to know each other better so then out of the blue random girl it's like hey let's go would you say yes? And you would just be like, huh, that was weird. Or would you be like, uh, it's like off-putting. I'm a pretty nice person. I would say yes. You Not just because you felt like you had to. Right. I think two people should be able to go get coffee and just have a conversation without... And it, I mean, we have to be okay with it not going any further than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Yeah. Girls have to realize, yes, it's, it might be crappy. You might really like someone, and it might not be the right fit. There might be, and even for the guys, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be a grown-up. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, don't let your your expectations or what you have um, built up in your head ahead of time affect. Yeah. Like, get you too far ahead where it doesn't work after the first date. It's just this monumental heartbreak. Yeah. When it was it was never, just an hour yeah. at a Starbucks. Yeah. You know. But there's... So even if it... Even if that hour of coffee, hour of whatever, doesn't work out. So instead of viewing that hour as a waste, we can still see it as... This is practice. This is... I've got to spend time with someone for an hour maybe i learned something about them that i didn't know before um there's there's gained experience in conversation i'm closer to this brother and so we're not dating it's okay yeah yeah i mean even if the point of it is to learn something about like oh this is not something that i would be looking for in the future that is okay exactly I love that point. Because so many times you're like, this is what I want. If I mean, we've sat around and said, what are you looking for? <laughs> Give me your top third. <laughs> I got to use a, my southern accent. <laughs> Mine is way better than that. Can we all agree? Um, Let's pull that. I'll give you that. Thank you. Um, but sometimes you don't know. Again, you don't know until you get talking to someone. And then you can be like, well... I thought I liked that, but maybe I do want a girl to laugh at everything I say. <laughs> we just talked about that in an episode or in a couch. That was not the breakup too long episode. Ago. That's the true. Episode about the whole did. thing of like you can have in your head, oh, I'm looking for these things, and then you have those things in someone, and you're like, I don't like where this is going. I don't like how this played out, and you're like, maybe that's not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just have to learn that too. I think it's a great practice to have, whether it's after a relationship or just after a date, where you say, I really liked this, and I didn't like this, and that's what I can take moving forward. And that's okay. Because there's some, that's why you date. Yeah. 
My mom says that all the time. This is why you date, Kristen. You learn. And you refine, as yeah. Bethany so eloquently puts it, what you're looking for and what you're not. And what you thought you were, but now you're not anymore. Whatever. So then, this is kind of going back probably a few questions ago. Talking about sometimes guys just need to push and they need to be encouraged to ask a girl out. And we know that, like, the biggest thing is a guy wants to know that she's going to say yes. So, what can girls do to, like, encourage that but not be, like, throwing themselves at someone? I would say use your friends. Friends are a great... Mutual friends are a great way to (laughs) encourage. Now the mutual friends don't need to be pushy. True. I think that's the biggest... Use your friends friends shamelessly. Speaking of friends, next question. Do you think... We've gotten total opposing answers on this question, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. Do you think that a guy can ever just be friends with a girl without wanting to date her? Yes, 100%. And now we have the majority. And now we have the majority. Well, first of all, you only get to marry one person. You're definitely going to be friends with multiple girls without wanting to date them. Sure. After you're married. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. But yeah, but like before, before you're married, yeah, it's harder for girls. I think. I think I don't think it's impossible. For no, girls, I don't think but it's impossible I do at think all. it's more rare. Agreed. Okay, can you define what does that friendship look like when you're friends with a girl that you're not interested in at all? Is it just hey, I see her at group events, and you know we'll talk then? Do you still ever text her? Like what? What does that friendship look like if you're not? interested but you're friends with her all of the above i think you can still hang out with someone you can text them without wanting to go that next step okay simple as that simple as that but i i think you're always i mean don't you guys have you guys don't have guy friends that you wouldn't consider dating it's like two different i don't ever know how to like verbalize it as in like it's two different things like there are guys who i would date but i can like i would say i have no interest in them but, like, you think about it objectively, you're like, okay, yeah, if he came and said something, I would go out with him. But I'm not like, oh, I'm really interested in this guy. But if there's not even that initial, like, categor- categorization, mm-hmm. I, I don't have not cl- friends. I have a ton of acquaintances like that. I, People that I see here and there, we talk, we laugh, whatever. But not, like, friends, the more I think about it. Yeah. And that may just be because those people are ones you get along with better. Yeah. Just naturally, like those people that you're like, oh, we can go out, we get along. Like you just tend towards those people anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not any, you know, big thing other than that. I think if I am friends with a guy, but I don't want to date him, I am typically like 90% of the time interacting with him in a group setting. Because you don't think about him outside of that because there's no, like he doesn't cross your mind. Right. And I'm not trying to like... M- um, make things happen for us to hang out. If True. I, and I typically don't text them. That's really, no. that's the line for me. That's is true. if like, oh, we're just buddies. Like, maybe if something super tailored to, like, yes. you know, if he was an LSU fan this weekend, I would have texted him. Right. Okay. Um, but there, there is a difference in my communication if we're just buddies yeah, or if I'm interested. Yeah. Or if I could see myself com- dating you. I agree with that. You're going to communicate with them differently. Yes. Yes. Um, texting's not going to be as frequent. Mm-hmm. It's going to be happy birthday. 
Yes, exactly. next year. Yeah. 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 And I feel like I have very few of those. Yes. Me too. Friends. Like, they're a bunch of girls, like, a handful of... And those friendships with guys tend to last a while if they're actual, like, good friendships. Like, I don't have random guy friendships coming in and out of my life. Very good point. Like, Matt and I have been friends for eight years now. We're, you know, that's stuck around. Yeah. It's not just been this... In and out. Oh, there was Matt this year, and then there was another guy last year, and and then three years ago, it was... Yeah. So, does that answer your question? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That one has been the one, like... That shocked me. Well, but two, like, I don't know. I didn't expect it to be, like, so different in my head from, like, how guys look at it. So Okay, so for all the guys listening, do you not want... If there's no, like, I guess no possibility of dating, Mm -hmm. do you not want the friendship? Do you, like, how are the guys supposed to handle that? Oh, gosh. Um, I've stumped them, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the ladies with all the answers. Uh, I don't have. Like, I, here's, here's what I will say. I will say if I meet a guy and I'm interested and then I'm becoming friends with him in hopes of maybe dating him and mm-hmm. then I find out he's not a sh- I'm going to pull way back. Me too. But if I just meet him, like, oh, he's cool. And then he's around a lot and we're in the same group and I see him and we're just friends and that's never really cl- crossed my mind, then yeah, the friendship keeps going. Does that make sense? Yes. Does that answer your question? Or is that not really what you asked? So you immediately jumped to... So in a girl's mind, it's... I met him. He's put, He's a potential. He's not. So you've already put him in a bucket. Yeah, but not to say the... It, it could change. Oh, it totally. So it it's can more change. Of a, is that a Gantt chart where it the overlap thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a nerdy word. What do you mean by that? The, the, the Gantt one, chart. The circles that ha- overlap in the middle, and then it's like that's what it's called. This category and that category. And then there's a lot we're drawing thing. on the board. Oh yeah. And then the middle part. I, I yeah, know, that's what it was called. Well, let I, me Google it real quick to make <laughs> sure I haven't just led America yes. astray. Yes, I. Not a gantry. I was trying to say, I thought it was what a... Uh, What's a Venn diagram? Yes. That's it? Yes. V-E-N-N, right? Venn diagram? I have no idea if that's it. Yep. Yes. Venn diagram. Good job, mm-hmm. Bethany. Let okay. go, Bethany, Venn the diagram. smart one of the group. <laughs> I think initially you have the thought of, oh, he's cute. Maybe I'd date him. Or mm, probably not. Could it change? Yes, Absolutely. but you definitely. Every time I meet a guy, I will say I do. That too. thought that is the first thing. Thanks. It's does he have a does no. he have the a first ring thing on? You notice is he wearing a ring? Does he have a ring Absolutely. on? And if he's not, would I date him? Okay, so guys, <laughs> first impressions. <laughs> you better be on your A game. It can change. It can change. He's a guy. That I'm like, oh, he's really cute, and then he opens his mouth, and I'm like done yeah or a guy that i'm like oh whatever and he opens his mouth and i'm like okay yeah so it's it's a fluid thing but it is the first thing i think about and it will it does have an effect on the interaction but i think talking about like can you be friends yes but i think you have to define friends i i have like i have friends and then i have i just say acquaintances doesn't mean i'm rude to them it doesn't mean i don't enjoy hanging out with them but it's not someone who would ever come across my mind to be like, oh, I should tell them this, or oh, I should talk to them about this, between seeing them. Mm-hmm. So that's where most peop- most guys go that I'm like, no, I, I would, if he asked, I would say no. So then would you, going back to what you just said about the, 
buckets or the Venn diagram, whatever we're talking about, is that first impression based on attraction? And then you, because like you said, oh, I think he's cute, but then he opens his mouth. Or like, do you have the thought of, oh, he's cute, so then I would like to see if I could date him, and then you kind of, is that how you sort it? Yes. Okay, same. It's not solely what they look like. No. Yeah. I agree. Wait, you said it's not solely what they look like? Your first impression is going to be solely what they look like. Yes. But then determining what I want to go out with them is not solely that. Yes. That's what I was That's what I'm agreeing Oh, but a first impression can't be anything else. Right. By default. It's like, oh, you're cute. Yeah. Or, oh, you're not. And First impression over. Yeah. Like, and the there's guys nothing do wrong that? with that. When you meet a girl, it's like, oh, she's cute or oh, she's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, it's just simple it's, attraction. Yeah. Do I, you're cute, you're not cute, but I think it's fluid. That's where personalities come in mm-hmm. and all. Yeah. All that jazz. Yeah, that's why you don't make those decisions based on first impressions. Exactly. So. You want to lighten the mood with this next question, Bethany? Okay, sure. Going real deep and then coming back. That was back good. Up. I love Y'all know I love to have conversation. <laughs> okay, so this one's kind of like a combination of two questions because we got asked two different things and we put them together. The One of the questions was, what are some date ideas that guys would enjoy? Meaning, like, if I were to plan it. And then someone else asked, like, oh, I need date ideas for, like, a guy who's sportier into, like, that kind of stuff. So we put those together. So, and I think the spirit of the question was more like, you've been dating for a while, not, like, first date ideas. Yeah. So... What are some things that would be fun? So I, um, I'm answering this from probably a girl's perspective. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I, like, what sports does he play? Yes. So let's pick pick something that he plays, maybe that you don't, or something, common interest. Do you both like tennis? Do you not like tennis? And then there's also what sports doesn't he play, or neither of you play? Axe throwing. <laughs> That's becoming a big yeah. hit around our area. So that terrifies throw, me. Go really? Throw axes. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Um, I will be the girl that throws it in her foot. I will be that girl. It's almost impossible. You just let I go. I know. But if well, anybody they, in they, our friend group would do it, who is it going to be? Y'all be honest. That's true. Your foot speed's not that great, so you're not going to get them out of the way. <laughs> I've seen them like bounce off and then like come oh back now that's not reassuring so i don't know that you could directly throw it into your foot <laughs> but it could ricochet off so and let's fun? give you the benefit of yeah. some yeah. athleticism okay thanks um i i would also say is there something that he plays that you don't that he could teach you some guys like to teach things. yes so let's pick something that you might want to learn you could learn together Sounds, um, yeah i know a lot of people we know a lot of people play tennis together. Mm-hmm. Um, don't pick tennis if you guys are super competitive. Kristen. Because. If you're going to throw your racket at him, you may not want to. <laughs> yes. Um, I know couples that golf together. Um, What's there's good at golf? like dance lessons. Oh. That's something kind of out of the box. That is out of the box. Maybe save that for later in the relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Pick things that are that are some considered sports, uh, shooting guns, oh. something outside the box that you're mm-hmm. not going to typically do. Just, so not just go to a football game or whatever. That's no, you could do something. Well, I meant like out of the mainstream. Yeah, like it yeah. would be something other than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, it said sporting, sporty. So I was thinking active, but yeah. yes, sporting events. I still say uh, for like first dates. 
a sporting event is the best thing to go to. It's so fun. Because it's fun. There's something to talk about going on all the time. Yeah. So I People still say that. watching. Yeah. Which is a sport in game. and of itself, I feel yes. like. Yes, yeah. totally. So. Well, and it's nice to go do something that you can still talk during, but that can keep your attention right. if you're not talking the whole time. It takes the pressure off to feel like you have to feel every little silence. Yes. Yeah. So we've all heard, I would say we've all heard this, mm-hmm. that guys don't pick up on subtle cues. So then I guess there's two questions to that that I have. One, is that true? And two, if it is, what can we do to make our subtle cues not quite so subtle? So I would say yes, guys pick up on subtle cues. And then what they do with the subtle cues are two different things. (laughs) But I also said no earlier because I totally missed that subtle cue that was, I guess, too subtle. So, first of all, make sure your cues aren't so subtle that they go by everyone else. Not everyone else. You don't really care about everyone else. <laughs> that they go, don't go by the guy. Um, then I say the guys do pick on, up on them and they choose to ignore them, which means not interested. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about what y'all can do to not... I think this goes back to using your friends. Yeah. I mean, what, can I have an example of what's a subtle cue? I was going to ask you the same question. Oh. <laughs> but if we're saying he doesn't pick up on him, or guys don't, like, we would need to be the ones to say, okay, here's something oh, we would gosh, do. Gosh, a subtle cue. So in, so in my experience, I had a girl did her hair in a way she thought I would like. I had no idea. So in that situation, because I've had guys before say, oh, I like it when you wear your hair like this. Mm-hmm. And that was in a dating like situation, so this wasn't that. But like, had you mentioned, oh, I like when girls wear their hair like X. Mm-mm. That's too subtle. That is too subtle. Because, but why could... would anyone pick up on that? Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's just not, it wasn't wearing. This is probably too detailed. It wasn't necessarily like she wore her hair in a ponytail one day and then the next day she wore not. I think she got her hair. Did in, oh. a certain, in a certain way, but if you had never talked about her. that. I don't know, not that. So there's the first thing. It needs to be something that you know no, he's he, interested yes. in. Like if a guy says, "Hey, I really like when you curl your hair," you better believe I'm curling my hair every, every time I see day. him. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, oh, he likes this. Yeah, that would be a subtle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cue. Is, yes, a comment made by a guy that is then followed up consistently by mm-hmm. a girl is yeah. her saying, I'm listening and I'm trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So there's, so right there, conversations that you've had where you, you take the initiative. It's like gift buying. People s- drop subtle hints. You better show up with that gift at some point. <laughs> or you're so, in for a conversation. That is true. <laughs> so a sidebar. Sidebar. To... So you said guys pick up on them and they don't respond if they're not interested. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of girls, girls in general, I would say, constantly wonder, am I annoying him? Is it too much? I can't tell. What do I do? So how can we tell, like, okay, this is enough. Like, here's that line. Don't cross that because he's not. Like, how do we read that situation? Or can you? How many times have, like, 
How many different things have you tried to mm. drop subtle hints? Is this so if it builds up and the there's tenth absolutely time nothing, and he's just kind of like ignoring you? Yeah, then I think it's time to move on. So if it builds mm. up, yeah. and then it's like okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think so. Because like you said at the beginning, if you if you're interested, you're going to prioritize time and conversation and communication with her. Right. If you're not. You don't necessarily. Well, and I feel like sometimes we're talking about subtle cues here. If the interest is mutual, it's probably not going to seem as subtle to that guy because he's looking for it too. Mm, That's a good point. Does that make sense? Is that valid? Right. Okay. It's sort of like, we've got this mutual liking, but Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not feeling it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore I... Haven't you guys ever... Okay. I've liked something... That I don't necessarily want someone else to like. And I just want, like, I want to, it's sort of my thing. And you don't have to, but that's probably because I wasn't, I'm not interested in that person. So would it be fair to say that if, like, you have an interest, whatever it may be, and then suddenly it has become this girl's interest too. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm thinking, like, from the girl's perspective of how to tell, like, this is not going the way you want it to. So you have taken on this interest because you're like, ooh, we can enjoy this together. And suddenly he doesn't seem as interested in that thing. Mm. That is a big indicator that, hey, he's picking up on these cues, but not the way I want to. And I just need to Mm -hmm. cut. Yeah. That's a great way to put it from my perspective. You're the one talking. (laughs) No, I agree. If you try to meet him with the common interest and he backs away from that. I feel like that's pretty clear. Yeah. Friends are. Yep. All right, we've only got a couple more questions here. So if I'm interested in a guy and I want to reach out to him to try to get the conversation flowing, how do I do that without being super random or... I try to walk this fine line of I don't want to be annoying and I don't want to be clingy but i also want him to know that i'm like hey you're kind of cute and i want to talk to you and i kind of hope you think i'm cute and you want to talk to me too (laughs) so what's a good way to do that text messages are always a good option is that um again common interests if you guys have talked about something then i think that's fair game funny videos if it's you both like this certain sports team hey, did you see what was the score of that game? Like, make it relevant to what you guys have been talking about or have recently something that you you both like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, if you're talk- if it's related to something, then it's not going to seem, like, super random. Yeah. And then later on, you can build into pictures of croissants that you just made. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please tell the random story. picture. Please tell oh, the no, story. no, 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 no. So well played. I I was talking to this guy. Um, we had met online. Oh, met online. We'd never met in person. And so he, he would randomly just basically like send me pictures of whatever was currently going on in his life, whether it be out the window of his office or walking through the Braves stadium and just a random picture with no caption, no accompanying text. And I'm like, what do I do with this information? And so it was like really awkward, like text conversation. So I asked Matt, I was like, okay, you're a guy. Do guys do this? 
Because he wasn't the only guy who had ever done that. Like, no description. He was like, no, that's weird. So, one of the final straws, if you will, I get a picture that is just this plate of croissants and other pastries out of the blue. Like, I don't think we had texted at all that day. And I get this picture. No caption, no nothing. And I was like, I have no idea what to do with this. And so I came up with some response. And then he texts back and is like, oh, I went to this, like, pastry making class and I just made all of these. And I was like, that would have been helpful information because my perspective on this picture totally changes at that point. So, yeah. That was probably one of the funniest conversations I've ever seen. Just so like, anyway. when a dude just texts you a picture of a croissant, like, what the heck are you saying? Exactly. To and I'm like, I don't know him super well. Is there some meaning behind this that I don't know? So, anyway. Man. So, don't do that, that if you yes. want. Don't want to seem random. You know, don't do that. Like context, Gabe said, context, gr- context. yes, girls may talk a lot. We give a lot of detail to things. But guys, you could add a little more sometimes. <laughs> or any. Yeah, and that would be great. <laughs> Labels to your pictures would be wonderful. Thank you. Oh, that was funny. Yes. Okay. Okay, last question. Did you think you were going to survive this? Was it worse I didn't know than, what to expect. It's... Was it better or worse than you thought it would be? Better, but it's okay, I you can be honest. We won't be mad. <laughs> no, better, but I haven't really heard the final product. That's, That's what okay. I'm afraid of. You'll be fine. It'll be good. Yeah, you always sound better s- in the final product. I've oh, never yes. heard myself talk, like, recorded, so that's just been... That'll be the hardest part once it's done. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh, I sound... The words I said were fine, but... And then you'll have way more empathy for me on how I said penay when you hear yourself. <laughs> so maybe just don't listen. Then you Not can continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, if you could tell the girls listening one or two things about dating, relationships, singleness, anything really, here's your shot. What would you tell them? So, I would say time flies. Like, my 20s. What happened in my tw- to my 20s? So, I would say be conscious of time, but enjoy time. and Enjoy your sing- singleness. The season you're in. Yes. Travel. Serve. Uh, get to know people. I think... If you spend your all your time worrying about not being in a relationship or just worrying in general, time's going to fly by and you're going to have regrets. You're just going to look back on so many years of, I could have been doing all, all this other stuff. You're still waiting for the one guy. I would say there is no such thing as the one. Preach. <laughs> um, I think, you, was it you that quoted, uh, or I saw it somewhere that said, if you ever wonder if you married the right person, you'll look at your mm-hmm. marriage certificate. Yep. But that marriage certificate hasn't been signed. There's a lot of people out there. And you're, what you think you like or want in a person can change day to day. Um, I would say, going back to the beginning of this conversation, don't put so much pressure on dates. I think if two people could just show up, have a good time. If you think it's going to work, we'll go on to the next date. If not... Let's be friends. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm umming a lot. Sorry. That's enough if you're done. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no. And I had, we're cutting you off. I have so many more ideas. I did not but, mean that the uh, way it sounded. The music is playing me off. So. I did not mean that. I just meant if you're trying, like, that's plenty to answer that question unless you had something else you really wanted to say. Oh, the other, I just, the other thing I was going to say is you don't want to show up to that I finally found the, this one person and I've got all these things that I wanted to do. 
because mm. li- life's gonna change once you once you finally get married. Absolutely, you've got another person to consider. You can't just go on a road trip on a on a whim. There's other things to consider, and no one wants to get to a certain point and be like, "Oh, I wish I would have traveled to Europe or done something." So don't be so focused on the future that you just waste current your current mm-hmm. time. Because when you get to the future, there'll be problems there too. It's like Kristen always says, don't wish away your current season for just the positives of what you see in the future. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it just, you'll, you'll be perpetually disappointed if yeah. you do that. There's pros and cons to every season in life. So focus on the pros of your current season just as much as you focus on the pros of seasons to come. Exactly. How many times can we say seasons? <laughs> I'm doing that on purpose because Matt makes fun of me for the amount of times per episode I use the word season. So just wanted to get that in there at the very end. Well, that was great. You did such a good job. You Glad were so- to be here. Yes, it we were fun. happy that you came. And before we go, I just want to say one thing before we officially end our Men Tell All series, which I have thoroughly enjoyed. Me too. These interviews. This has been so great. And so enlightening. And I've learned so much. Bethany and I have been talking about this since the first one of just how much we've learned. And I feel like every time I talk to a guy I know about dating, relationships, singleness, whatever it is, I gain so much more respect for guys because I learn what it's like to be in their shoes. And I think there's so much power in taking time to understand someone else's point of view, especially as men and women, because God designed us so differently, obviously. You learn nothing else from these interviews. You learn that. (laughs) But then at the same time, he designed us to live in relationship with each other. And so I just love that these interviews have given Bethany and I the chance to gain more of that understanding and that empathy and perspective on what it's like to date as a Christian man, because it is so different than what it's like to date as a Christian woman. So I think this is really going to help us. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to help us help the guys in our life. Sure. As we move forward in our own dating relationships and in our friendships and just all of this. And I just think it's been really helpful. And yeah. I didn't want to close without saying I'm so glad you all did. of that. Yeah. So. so well put. Thank you. Thanks, so Matt, for up. being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime. Really, anytime. Really, anytime. <laughs> anytime you get a hankering, hankering. to come back. <laughs> <laughs> There's a southern word for you. Yes. Okay, guys, that wraps it up. That's season... Three. Three is done. Well, we have Couchcast on Okay, Friday. that's true. But So have we told them what we're doing in the off-season? No, we haven't. Ooh, let's do that. We do want to tell them, or okay. do we want to keep them in suspense? Let's tell them. Okay, fine. Go ahead, tell them. I don't know. Oh! <laughs> I'm so So, okay, okay, so we are going to start season four around the week of Valentine's Day, like we do with our winter into spring season. Yeah. So... Y'all know there's a break, but we're going to do another Q&A series because we've gotten some pretty... We've had a lot of couch cast suggestions and yes. we're like, nope, there's that's got to... Very deep. Going to take some prep. Need some more thought, need some more attention. So we're going to do another Q&A series for probably three to four weeks. Probably. We haven't decided yeah. yet. And then the other few weeks, we're going to do something similar to Favorite Things Month. We haven't quite nailed down what we're going to do, but y'all loved that when we did that in August. Yeah. And so we're trying to figure out something that we could kind of go in that same. Figure out more favorites. Yes. <laughs> same kind of concept, different topics. Yes. So that y'all get a fun little uh, break, 
break from all the dating and talking about boys as much as we love that. Keep, we have some things in store. Yes, we do. You, yeah. We got to keep you in suspense about Obviously, something. Obviously, yes. But if you haven't watched all the Vlogmas videos, go back and watch a few. And we'll be doing those all the way up until Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And then there will be more YouTube surprises to come from there. There we go. Okay, guys. So until Friday, our last sign off here this season. I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. Mm -hmm.